0: Yep. Thursday, October 18th. One day before payday for some. Let's get it. A little middle week action. I figured I'd throw it back. Fly Perspective Podcast. A little Brother Johnson ain't hurt nobody back in 1977. Woo. Hey, they don't make them like this no more. <laughs> But I gotta play my favorite part of the song Turn your speakers up By far, one of the hardest breakdowns I've ever heard in my life This type of music makes my head wanna explode Turn the speakers up If you're riding to work, you're at work Positive thinking, positive thoughts Who's better than you, huh? Who's better than you? Top flight security of the world, Chris. Welcome back to another episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast. It's your boy DJ SoFly holding it down, and I hope everything has been going good with you guys. Um Thursday, the day before payday, for me. I don't know about you, but I got to pay the bill. You know what I'm saying? um what's been going on with me man i lied to myself i lied to some of my friends um damn i over here dropping stuff um i lied to myself i lied to some of my friends man i told myself i wasn't going to get this new iphone x um s right because i already had the iphone x which was the 10 so i was like you know what this is all to run i'm gonna just go ahead and get the big phone I never had a big phone before so i got the iphone x max and it's cool uh, I don't know, man. I was lying at first. I was like, man, I ain't getting that phone, bro. They not finna talk to me a new phone, but yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's like, Pookie, they keep calling me. They keep calling me, you know, iPhone. But I mean, I, in my defense, I have uh, Sprint, um, hated to love it. And um, uh, I had an iPhone forever situation. So when a new iPhone comes out, uh, all I do is send this phone back and they send me the new joint. But this time around, I guess because I'm a value customer, I've been there forever. I already, I already had like a $10 a month loyalty fee for, you know, whatever type of phone I have. But this go around, they gave me the loyalty thing. Uh, they gave me Tidal for free because I already had Tidal for free because of something else. I got Tidal for free. They gave me Hulu for free. They gave me 15 gigs of a hotspot for free. Never used a hotspot before. I'm not sure what that is. Never used Hulu. So I'm uh, pretty excited to check that out, man. I have a, I don't know if this is an old iPhone what is this a four in my house so iphone that i you know i had and i I just kept on to it's like a four and just looking at the sizes comparing it to it like man you know the engineering from where the phones used to be so damn small you know what i'm saying when they first started doing that iphone wave and of course uh like apple likes to do they like to create a problem with the phone and make you spend money to fix it so for example uh i remember the thing that pissed me off the most about i think it was the iphone 10 yeah it didn't have a head for like a regular aux jack and you had to have that little dingle thing you know what i'm saying That what you connect it to and it would give you like a, a, a aux output uh so another thing is now that the phones the back of the phones are glass as well as the front so now you don't you know you got to worry about dropping the phone and breaking the back of the glass as well as the front glass so you know, you got to get a case, so that was another thing, I was like, damn, I can't use my old case, so I had to go to the Sprint store, because nobody had iPhone X Max um, cases, and man, I had, to, I had to go in and spend the 60, bro, the 60 ball, man, on a case, bro. but uh, it's a wallet case, so I could throw my cards and all that shit in there, as well as uh, pop out the actual phone, and then there's like a hard shell case around it, so I should be gravy, man, they got crazy stuff in, that in their store, too, like, $100 screen protectors that claim that if, you know, you drop your phone or screen protector break and your your glass break, they'll fix it or something like that, and I don't know. And one thing that's pissing me off, it's been a little irritating about having the phone so far is um okay, when I backed up my old phone to my Mac to transfer the data onto the new one, backed up no problem. Plugging in new phone and my computer is basically telling me from iTunes that I had to have a whole new operating system on my computer. To be compatible with this iPhone X Max. Like my iMac is running off of something called Yosemite. um, And it's up to date. You know, um, They have another whatever software update that's called like OX Captain or something like that. And basically it just depends on what I guess your operating system that your computer came with. But it's telling me on this phone I got to do a whole new operating system. And it's like bro I don't want to do a whole other operating system on my computer. You know, uh, when I was trying to do it at first, it kept saying something about backup. Be sure to back up everything before you switch. And it's like, man, it's a little too confusing. And I do not want to lose anything on my Mac because I'd be pissed. So I'm going to try to call Apple and see if there's any way that this can be resolved. Or maybe there'll be some type of update coming out soon that, um, you know, your phone will be compatible with whatever Mac operating system you got. Because that's crazy. Let's see. What else? Oh, I know I'm late, but. Uh I don't really get to catch, you know, a lot of the TV everybody be watching, but like every so often when I turn on the TV, man, I might see black ink, them motherfuckers go crazy on there. Um, or like love and hip hop and there'd be some crazy, you know, stuff going on or some crazy, you know, artists that I ain't never heard of, or whatever going wild. But I saw on there that Tierra Marie it had a sex tape uh, leaked by her ex boyfriend, and then it was reports saying that it came out that she ended up being the one that, you know, uh, leaked the tape. And then there was another tape floating around the internet not so long ago of Ellen May apparently uh, supposedly giving fellatio It said it was allegedly her. I didn't see those tapes, but it's crazy, man. Just thought about that. That whole revenge porn thing is whack, bro. Like, y'all messing it up for the cats who actually appreciate getting some nudes. in your message box you know now you gotta worry about that but it's crazy too because i've been in circles with guys more so when i was younger younger where you know you'll be around some you know some guy or whatever that knows somebody that you know and then they get to showing you pictures in their phone of a chick or a video in their phone of a chick or them doing this to a chick and i mean i ain't never thought that stuff was hot man i ain't never got you know the uh, the nudies out of a woman and then went to go show my homeboys or go show you know some random guy I didn't know you know what I'm saying just to try to prove myself I remember man one of my boys was messing with this chick like on and off for like years right and I was at this like round table at a dinner um, because I used to be in this organization for like black men and we should do like community service for you know the youngins and Uh, you know, just other community service, outreach, things like that. But uh, I was at a round table with some guys that I barely knew, and they started talking about this girl that my homeboy used to date. And uh, I knew it was her because they were saying, like, specific things about her, you know, her name, where she from, you know, all that type of stuff. They might even say her Instagram name, whatever. But one of the guys got to talking about, you know, what he did to her and how he did this and blah, blah, blah. And I ain't never thought that shit was cool, man. Never thought that shit was cool, you know. Um, I remember it was a time, too, you know, on, a, on the opposite end of that was um, back in the day, man. I say back in the day. I mean, probably like 10 years ago, um, you know, there was this a guy I knew that had a, a like a porn website out. And what he would do was, you know, him and his associates, they would go out and they would get all the little pretty girls that was in the club and try to get them to pose nude or do something, you know, play with themselves or something like that on this website. But the only thing about it was that they didn't show any faces. So you would just see a body and then like, you know, see her do what she's going to do or see a body and see them, you know, um, you know, taking pictures. Or they, you know, whatever girl number, whatever, whatever. And, um, it, you know, it's crazy because, you know, some girls will leave their tattoos on. Some girls will try to have them you know, covered up or whatever, and it was crazy, because I was dating a girl at the time, man, and <laughs> I was on the website, and it's like, I had the passcode for the website, because I was cool with everybody, so I was, I would go on the site, and see this, that, and the third, and see, you know, whatever, see all the content they would have, and one time, I went on there, and I went through, like, I don't know, I would just pick random girls at some time, I would pick one, and it was like a girl I was dating, and I was like, I knew it was her because of the tattoos. Now, and I remember calling her up, and I was like, "Yo, it's this website, Blase Blase blah, blah. Like, are you on here? Do you know anything about this? Motherfucker, try to play dumb, all that type of stuff." Long story short, you know, she ended up confessing to it, but she was just like on the defense, like, "You never know what I needed that money for," and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I understand that, but at the same time, I feel like in those situations, you gotta kind of be upfront. Like, you can't be on no porn website you know, doing porn, you know, you getting piped down, whatever case, and then you trying to date a life without nobody knowing that, like, you got to be upfront about it, because that porn stuff stays around forever, not saying that that young lady was on there doing, you know, getting piped down, she wasn't, she was just posing nude, you know, and all that, but it's like, you know, you can't let that go, you know, untold, you know what I'm saying, um, that brings it to, like, another time, man, oh, this sounds terrible, too, I know, but, (laughs) I was dating a girl, you know, this was before her, you know, like years before her, and uh, just recently, maybe like in the past three years or so, somebody just sent me a video of her (laughs) doing a porn with like this known porn dude, but it was like a foot fetish video, so like she was like doing a lot of weird stuff with her feet on dude's penis, you know what I'm saying, but it was clearly her in the video, you know, kind of, you know, in risque clothing, not all the way nude, but it was just like, man, like. Just open to my eyes, you know, like chicks really be out here doing like, you know, kind of like the porn thing a little bit or the webcamming and, you know, I ain't knocking nobody's hustle, but it's just like when you come in in relationships with people like that, I feel like if you're going to date somebody, you're going to be with them, you got to be upfront with them about that stuff. You can't just let that be out there and let them find out on their own because that's all bad. It's also like them IG models that be having like hella followers and shit, and they always out of town in a different country, but you never see them with nobody or something like that. It's always a picture of them in Greece or, you know what I'm saying, Dubai, and it's like, who you with, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, bro, like, you know, somebody flying you out, you know what I mean? Like, y'all basically, you know, somebody paying for you to come out there and do all this but you're trying to make it seem like you single and you live in this life and half the time it'd be chicks on there just getting flown out by some guy some guy with some paper getting crazy things done to them sexually and then they sent right back (laughs) you know but i don't know it is what it is man get it how you live another thing i've been doing is uh just making sure i stay um in sync with a lot of positive affirmations you know around me so you know, I've been decorating the crib and getting my crib just kind of switched around to just some more positive uh, words, you know what I mean? Positive thinking, positive thoughts, uh, you know, remove self-doubt, you know, uh, depression, you're a liar, um, anxiety, you have no business here, fear, you know, etc. Just a lot of positive affirmations, like who's better than you, you know what I mean? Like, um you know you can do this you can do that i believe like man, anytime you uh feel like you're going through something you need to be able to encourage yourself and speak life into yourself um because you know uh it's good if you have people around you and all that but at the same time like i said before on this podcast sometime when people ask you how you doing you actually tell them how you doing it's like some people want to see you fall you know what i'm saying that's like how some people will say they're praying for you but they don't mean it so um just another tactic man we have to learn to encourage ourselves and to speak positivity into ourselves i know sometimes i'll be tripping about the, the the most minute things in my life and i'll just blow it up into out of proportion and overthinking and uh mainly that's because man i thought about this the other day i think my grandmother has raised you know or at least tried to raise me and my family to just overthink everything and to uh, exaggerate everything to think the worst of everything not in a bad way you know what I'm saying she just came up from an era of you know you on guard I don't it's a positive thing at the same time because you know I do think about things I do overanalyze things you know I do know how to move and shake and have street smarts and you know and whatever but at the same time it's like man I'd be overthinking everything or I just think it's the end of the world sometime and it'd be the smallest thing but I will say, man, I came a long way, man. Like, when I was in college, man, I used to be just a constant worrier, man. Everything used to just trigger my anxiety. And back then, I didn't know what it was. I just thought I was just like, okay, I'm just tripping. or I'm the only person going through this or going through that. But it's like, man, everybody in the world is going through something. You are not alone in whatever you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the other day, it's crazy because I was tripping off just whatever the hell I was tripping off of. And I was headed to the gym. I leave out. And every day, damn near, I'll see, like, some homeless person in my alley, you know, pushing a cart, you know, on a line bike. I don't know how they get line bikes, because I believe you got to have a debit card to use unless they was able to pop the lock off. But that's neither here nor there, you know. Um, So the other day, I'm leaving out, and it's this uh, one homeless dude out of many that I see all the time in my neighborhood, in my alley. And he's like, yo, D, what up? You my motherfucker, bro. What's up? What up? Yo, D, it's Terry. You my motherfucker. You know, shit like that. I think the dude's name is Terry or Derry, whatever the hell the dude's name is, man. Be like, you my motherfucker, bro. Hey, to let you know, man, tell you and Grams, you know, I'll watch both of the cars, $5 a piece inside and out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, he pushing a grocery cart with like random knickknacks that he finding in the dumpster. And this dude is happy with a tall can, just walking. Not once has he ever came to me and be like, hey, bro, you think you can help me out? Think You can spot me something, whatever, whatever. He ain't never came and said, nothing. dude be happy doing what he doing. I see him here, wave, say what up, shoot the shit with me. And then, you know, you get in your car and you think like, dang, man, like things ain't as bad as I thought. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just got to have those conversations with yourself and you got to understand that. You know, it's not the end of the world in certain cases. And there's always somebody doing worse than you. Um, be thankful for what you have and continue to be blessed and continue to prosper. Um, you know, um, another thing, man, just be prosperous in whatever you want to do. And uh, I'm one of the people I always want more That whatever level I'm at. Not trying to say I'm not satisfied, but I want more out of life. There's so much life to live. There's so much to see. Just as far as like traveling and all that, man, it's it's a lot to see in life, man. And um, you know, some people will only uh, be able to um, stand you as long as you don't outgrow them. You know what I'm saying? Some people in certain relationships you have, or or whatever the case, they'll tolerate you when they feel like they have the upper hand and they're below you. I mean, you're below them. But as soon as you start to elevate yourself and you start to get in your bag and you start promotion and you start doing this and getting your life all the way together in full circle it's like certain people will leave you alone because they are jealous and they feel like they are supposed to be over you you know what i'm saying everybody ain't happy for you you know what i'm saying i keep my circle small but i've never been that type of person to think like i want to be the the smartest person or the most successful person in my group no if you're the most successful person in your group i feel like you need to do something else to get more friends, get more motivation from somebody on a high level. It's all bad if you're the smartest person, the most successful person in your group. You know what I'm saying? And I'm that friend, man. I I, I, I am happy for all my friends when they are blessed. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of friend, if you get the house, I'm happy because I get to come over. <laughs> you get to the house, I get, I'm i happy. I get to come over, drink beer, and shoot the shit with you in your nice house. You get married, I'm happy because I get to come to your wedding and And see the birthing of your marriage. You know what I'm saying? You get the car. I'm happy. I get to ride in it. You know? So, at the end of the day, I think a lot of times it comes to, you know, you get blessings for being happy with people. uh, Being happy for people, excuse me. uh, Encouraging people. um, As well as, you can't be envious of people. Because a lot of people are envious of people that have more than them. You know? I, I work in an area Man, it's crazy to just see people's mentality. There were uh, some people that were up for a promotion, and um, there were people basically de- trying to discourage them from taking the position of, like, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do this. And do that. it's like, what? How are you going to discourage somebody, you know, from taking a promotion based on your biases or your own insecurities of why you haven't moved up the way I feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they want to do that, that's the, that's for them. You know what I'm saying? Some people aren't content with staying in the same place for 30, 40 years and then, you know, retiring. And they haven't excelled at any being. And at the end of the day, you aren't at any job to listen to someone else try to dictate how you're going to move in your life. Your job is to go to your job, do your best job, maybe excel if you want to. So you can provide a better life for you and your family. You know? So at the end of the day, you don't listen to nobody that's trying to tell you to stay content and don't move up. Don't be prosperous. Don't be successful. That's bullshit. Don't listen to that. You know? Pray for those people. But moving right along. Um. I don't know. What was I on? I'm on a rant. I'm sorry. I haven't did no entertainment talk for real. Um. Let's see. The other day, this is crazy, uh Drake released uh interview where he was doing something in like uh some kind of show called The Barber Shop or something like that and basically he was giving a response to Pusha T's the situation with Pusha T and he was basically saying like there should be rules when it comes to battle rap. Basically he said when you brought up my friend who has MS um and was death on him that's when it brought me to a place, and blase blase, and somebody's going to smack you. and First of all, Drake, ain't nobody finna run up on Pusha T. Let's that speak those facts. You got a lot of goonies around you, but ain't nobody going to run up on Pusha T. Pusha T been in them streets heavy for years. That's number one. Number two, you aren't going to be the person that's going to do slapping. That's number three. Or number two. What point am I on? I forgot. Anyway, Drake isn't going to be the one that's going to do any any slapping of any sort. He's not going to get his hands dirty. And the last point is, how are you going to make rules about a disc record or about battle rap? This is a culture of hip-hop and rap that has been dirty for years. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop at one point was something to where lyrics were so obscene that when people heard it, they went nuts. Parents didn't want their kids listening to no damn hip-hop. So how are you going to take a battle rap where you it, it is designed for y'all to go bar for bar, embarrassing each other, blah, say, blah, 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 and you're trying to say that there's supposed to be standards in the battle rap? And I will stand on the fact he didn't say anything about wishing death on 40. All he just said was, tick, 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 that man is sick, 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 how much time will he get, get, get? You know what I'm saying? He didn't say he wished death on that man. But at the same time, you did mention this man's wife or fiance at the time. And it's like, niggas ain't playing about their family or their friends. So the gloves came off. And however the information got obtained, it got obtained. You know, he, he kind of goes into the interview and expands on blaming Kanye um, for confiding in Kanye about this, that, and the third. And saying Kanye went and gave the information to push Pusha T. Um. But at the end of the day, battle rap is battle rap. Then he says, you know, he had a disc record in the clutch that went this way and that way, and it went too far, and, man, if you had it, you had it. Like I said in the previous podcast, the one, I forget what episode it was, but it was named Pusha T One All the Smoke. It's like, dude, if you had the information that's going to end Kanye's career and Pusha T's career, why wouldn't you end it? And I will say, add it on to uh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you know, Snoop Dogg has been going in on Kanye, man, about... Um, you know him and his uh dealings with Trump and I'll just say man I don't know I I still feel Kanye is canceled in certain areas I do agree with the prison reform and uh getting Larry uh Hoover released from jail cuz that's a man that's been incarcerated for you know I don't know how many years but he's in some certain kind of uh protection program or whatever they have him where he can't even get visits from his family, friends at one point, can't get phone calls, you know, so I do agree with that. But it's a lot of other stuff I don't agree with when it comes to Kanye, and that's another discussion for another day. But the Snoop Dogg video, man, it was hilarious. I may be on a late freight, but I just found out who Kiki was. <laughs> Kiki is your bitch. That's why you're so mad. Because Drake put dick in your bitch. He did, huh? Drake, you a cold nigga, cuz. I like that song, but I didn't know why I liked it. I really like it now. Kiki, do you love me? Remember sucking me? And every, 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 every inside you. Yeah, he put dick in your bitch. How about that? Mm. Kiki, you bitch, you. Mm. He fucked Kiki down, didn't he? <laughs> Good shit, Drake. Did you pour champagne on her? Did you give her a little bit? Or a lot of bit? Kiki, do you love me? and i'm petty as hell so i thought it was pretty funny um and it's also funny how drake you know let everything play out in the media like i guess when they ask him about it or whatever the hell he kind of just shuns it off that's why kanye made that video not so long ago and he was talking about uh nick cannon drake and i forget it was somebody else he was talking about about sleeping with his woman and blah, blah blah so man it'd be hella funny if it comes out that drake did in fact smash kim But it would be like trying to figure out when would the timeline be because I want to say when Drake was steaming up and getting hot as an artist, I think him and Kim was already talking, I would like to say. But I don't know, man. That's crazy. The other day, the BT Awards, they aired. I did not check it out because I don't usually check out award shows, man, because I feel like they're so minute and they could be so much better. But uh, what did touch me was a video that I saw where Yellow Beezy, uh, He got that song, "That's On Me, Baby," and um, he had got shot like a couple of days before the BT Awards aired. And um, apparently, he got shot in Texas. I like to say, uh, I want to say they said it was like twelve shell casings found. He got hit multiple times. They wouldn't say where, but he wasn't stable in good condition. And there was a video that surfaced with him in the hospital watching himself perform at the BET awards and telling the nurses, Hey, that's me performing. And, um, it's just crazy how this entertainment world happens and street stuff gets mixed up in it. Allow, you know, uh, along with, sorry, uh, just a bunch of other stuff, but I'm sure jealousy plays a lot to deal with it. And any other time I do see violence erupt within the community, especially with like rappers and artists and things like that, it's usually over something so minute, man. It's something terrible or something stupid. You know what I mean? Um, he did have beef with a Texas comedian, uh, by the name of Roy Lee. And dude was hilarious, man. You can look up on IG. He had got shot not too long ago as well, and he ended up dying from um getting shot and then a blood clot and went to his heart and um caused him to have a like a massive heart attack, so he ended up succumbing to the, you know, to that and that's sad but he had beef with the comedian so people are speculating that you know maybe this is retaliation from what happened to old boy because they were going back and forth online for a minute and um sad to say but uh, rest in peace to roy lee now the other day i ran across a um article online that was just talking about the most expensive hip-hop performances and i mean the list was astronomical <laughs> Hence to why you know these tickets be so high to go see these people perform. Um you got Young Thug was like fifty thousand dollars. The rapper six nine sixty thousand dollars. They named a few other rappers like Lil' Pump, but then I do remember they had Future on there, he was like a hundred and twenty thousand a show. Logic, he was a hundred and fifty thousand a show. Um I've only heard a you know a small amount from him, but I'm thinking when it comes into these shows and these uh these prices that you know, maybe they're, they're doing these festivals or, you know, these are areas where they just booming like crazy. But it's like, man. Then it goes onward to your girl Cardi B making 150000 a show, which I could see that right now. My guy Travis Scott, $200,000 a show. Migos, also at $200,000. Wayne was at $300,000. Nicki, I want to say she was at like two seventy five or two fifty. uh Then Drake... He was at $700,000 a show, and then Eminem was like number one at $750,000 a show. That's a lot of ducats, man. It's like, who's putting up the money for these guys to go and perform? Then you got to think about the merchandise and all that. I mean, hey, I ain't hating. Get it how you live, but my damn, I'm in the wrong business. I remember um, I would always hear stuff about podcasters, and um, you know they make money on the low, too. You know, doing live readings and uh, live podcasts, etc. I went to go see The Read. Shout out to The Read, Kid Fury and Crizzle. And um, they did a show here in St. Louis. I went, I want to say the tickets was like, I don't know, maybe 50 bucks, 40, 50 bucks a ticket. Uh, I think the place held maybe 300 seats. And they were selling merchandise. And the place was sold out. And that's just in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? That's a good day. You got to think about all the other cities they do and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's money out here to be made. Um, And backtracking on them concerts, they actually just added Amigos and Drake concert here in St. Louis. I think it's in November 2nd, actually, the same day that the, uh, excuse me, Wallin Out show is coming. They got Young Dolph and Rick Ross coming. So, I don't know. I might have to come. I don't know. I figured out. But speaking of Wild N' Out, you got a guy from um, Wild N' Out named Hitman Holla. He's from St. Louis. I've seen that dude you know, plenty of times around St. Louis um, as, since I was younger, like DJing, because he's always rapping. But there, a video that went viral of him in a barbershop. And um, he basically stole on this dude in a barbershop who was messing with his son. And in the video, uh, you see Hitman Holla. He's like, yo, man. So I mess with my son, and dude, like, hey, I just wanted to shake his hand or whatever. And next thing I know, you know, Hitman Holler, I started to say Young Holler. His name used to be Young Holler. Hitman Holler, he stole on Cat. You know what I'm saying? Dude went down. I want to say he hit him again while he's on the ground. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, a lot of people on social media are trying to dictate, hey, he shouldn't have did that. He was wrong for doing this, doing that. But say, like, man, you can't play with nobody, kid. Like, especially you could tell the dude in the video was, like, clearly, like, drunk, Drunk tripping, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, was you could tell, dude was a drunk, you know, what I'm saying, drunk as shit, and uh, stole on cat. And then, people, you know, St. Louis is small, so people like, Oh, I know that that's such and such, and they always drunk, you know, it <laughs> was a lot of comments like that. Oh, that nigga always drunk, and so, end of the day, man, people don't play about their kids. Um, a lot of speculation going online talking about he can get dropped from wilding out for doing this and doing that. It's like, man, I doubt it, bro. You got to think about it. It's like so much stuff happened with celebrities and with with this, that, and the third. I think that's pretty minute. Him teeing off on a cat in a barbershop who was messing with his kid, you know? But to each his own. And lastly, before I get up out of here, uh, I told you guys, I don't really get to watch TV that much. But when I do uh, try to make it something worthwhile, the other day I was off. I uh, chilled, you know, cleaned up the crib, watched a little TV, had me a little drink. I don't tell nobody. No, I told you I wasn't going to drink no more, okay? But I had a little drink. I ain't overdo it, okay? <laughs> had a little drink, alright? A little cognac. Uh, but uh, I watched the Quincy Jones uh, documentary that's on Netflix, man. I will say it is by far one of the dopest um, documentaries I've seen on a musician as far as going from the beginning to present day and man you just see this guy go through so many trials and uh you know testaments and he went through a lot of women too i will say that he was doing his thing but um yeah it's dope i mean i've never seen nobody like straight write music you know in note form you know what i'm saying he was actually like writing music like in note form i never seen that before you know uh i remember when i was in school man i tried to learn how to play the drums and that was like the hardest thing for me to figure out you know even when i would make beats i never knew notes i got keyboards i got beat machines all that i made beats and i never knew any notes i was just playing by ear but looking at this man playing you know by notes he's writing notes he's conducting an orchestra he's producing songs for this that by the fact the brothers johnson that's on the beginning of this podcast he produced them you know um i mean a lot of artists of course michael jackson You, you see michael jackson go from uh, being in the group and then Quincy get him and they get in the studio and they doing this they doing that Michael got his you know what I mean like hey it's a dope ass documentary man also you, you get to see him you know going through like health situations he had like an aneurysm had to get like two surgery on his brain uh you know uh just hey he's a strong guy you know what I mean it was a very dope documentary I would just say check it out you get to see him working Uh, with all the artists that he used to work with, Ray Charles, um, James Brown, um, you know, I mean, anybody back in those days, you think of, uh, Quincy Jones pretty much had his hand in it, man, and he's a very successful man, and even to present day, you know, he's like in his 80s, and he's still drinking, (laughs) he's still getting a little drink in him, and, um, he's been trying to slow it down, but he get a little drink in him, he's been traveling around the world, and, um, you know, working with new acts, trying to put them on, so definitely check out that Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix, and uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast, episode 18. Uh, I'm going to get up out of here, man. Any questions, comments, concern, if you want to send some music, whatever, send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com, all right? Peace.